Quality Files. You're listening to Oddity Files, the, the podcast. podcast, where we tell you creepy, spooky, sometimes just weird stories. Otherworldly, Otherworld- as it says yes. in our intro. Yes. <laughs> we just tell you stuff we want to know more about. Right. And that you didn't even know you wanted to know more about. Well, and in doing this, I've found other things that I didn't know I wanted to know more about. Oh, it's it's getting so bad. <laughs> I know. <laughs> It, it is. I found a TV show on the Travel Channel that is all about the cryptids and the monsters. I think it? I texted you about it. Something about monsters in America. You did. Yeah. Because oh. I told James, I was like, this is our podcast <laughs> no, on TV. Totally. Without the ghosts. But every right, other right. show on the Travel Channel is it's now ghosts. ghosts. By the way, our friends, Adam and Amy, in January, their season three of Kindred Spirits is starting. Good for them. So I'm That's excited. Awesome. Yeah. Love them. That's great. So how you been? Good. I'm so stuffed. I, I mean, I feel like holidays in my family is just an excuse to eat a lot. Oh, same. And that happened. Yeah. But did you have a good Christmas? I did. I'm 40 pounds heavier, but, right. you know. Yeah. Just... And so now we look forward to the new year. Do you have any, like, resolutions? Um, No. Nah, I don't really do resolutions because I feel like... I don't either. I'm... This is going to make me sound like a terrible person, but I'm, like, highly annoyed by, like, the whole fitness resolution because... Oh, because you go to the gym daily, 365. So when I go January 1st, everyone and their mother is there. Yeah. And it's like, one, great. Like, absolutely pursue a healthy Good lifestyle. For you. Yeah. Ask questions so you know how to use stuff correctly. And Wipe like, the just, shit down. Right. Just, I'm more, I'm not annoyed by the crowds as much as I am like the gym etiquette. Oh, totally. And where, I mean, I used to go to Planet Fitness, mm-hmm. and I mean, the rules are everywhere on all the walls. Oh, yeah. And so that's why I get annoyed. So I'm like, okay, fine. I'll just go at 3 a.m. and show all you bitches. Yeah. And I said used to. That's why I gained 40 pounds. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I don't really have any New Year's resolutions. Just, you know, try to be a better person. I, I have been actually for like the last two or three months been trying to set intentions for the day and, and figure Ooh, out what cool. I'm grateful. Three things I'm grateful for every day. That's really cool. So I think more people need to do that and just yeah. realize they do have things to be grateful for. This time last year, you and I were on the brink of going to Australia. Dude. It was literally like a month out. Oh, it was amazing. It was. Never going it's again. It's crazy how fast a year went. No, <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it. Wait till you're my age. Honey, Gosh. we're just going to say that. Oh, so... um. What else is going on? I don't know. The You said you had a story to tell me before we started recording. Oh, well, yeah. So, okay, we'll do this first. We're going to be a little bit. So we have a submission this week. Okay. And I am really excited to tell you about this. So I'm just going to go ahead and tell the submission to start, if that's oh, cool. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So it's it's like a. So this. Do we want to have a name for these when people send us their stories? Um, maybe. Personal experiences, maybe. We'll come up with something better okay. than that. It's too literal. It literally <laughs> is. Um, so just before Christmas, um, James and I hit one of his friends, one of his like best friends, Jesse. She is a performer at Dollywood. James, say hi. Hey. So we went down to Dollywood to see her perform. Um, and we stayed just in a cabin close by because in Gatlinburg, that's where you stay. Yeah. Um, 
And it was great. It was just like literally a day and a half. Drove down there, came back. But <laughs> this is so crazy. So we were in just like a very normal Gatlinburg cabin, whatever. Yeah. But you've been like, you know how rather secluded they all are. Yeah. So we get there in the first night. It's me, him and Jesse. And we're sitting there like watching TV. And it's like 915 and someone knocks on the door. What? And we all look at it each other. It sounds like, like the movies, The Strangers, already. We all look at each other and we're like, yep, yeah, we're all here. Um, So mm-hmm. open the door and it's just this guy who he was like, I This guess, is how you get murdered. Can I just put that out there? Well, so, Don't I mean, he wasn't, the door he ever wasn't again. Like much older than, than we are. So like. Serial killer. Can. True. But <laughs> Jesse just like parked at the end of the lane because she wasn't sure like how far she could pull down. So yeah. he was like, hey, you might want to move your car. Like I just saw where it was. So like, thanks. Good Samaritan. Or so he she... was scoping it out to murder you later. Go ahead. <laughs> so she moved her car, whatever. Um, later on that night, it's now like almost 1 a.m., I knock on the door. No. Swear to you. No. And so. You did not answer the at door. At this point. <laughs> Jimmy. So, I mean, it's scary because, yes, like there are blinds on the window. Like you can't see out like nothing. You so, turn off all the lights and hide. We just. With a gun. Cracked the door open. And he's like, hey, guys, um, sorry to bother you again. Keep in mind, it's almost 1 a.m. Same guy? Same guy. I told you so. Hey, guy, it is kind of like the stranger sound that I think about. Yeah. It's, what was the girl's name? Is is Samara? Tamara. No, it's Tamara. Oh, Samara, that's the ring. Um, anyways, <laughs> he's like, hey, guys, uh, I hate to bother you, but um, do you have any yay? The what three the, of us look at each other the like. the fuck is yay? What is that? And so James like. What? He goes, you know, like cocaine. <laughs> and we were like, no, we don't. Are like, you fucking kidding like me? Like we're playing cards. And we're like, no, we don't. Who is this we guy? Have some sangria Did he have and, all his teeth? We have sangria and cookies is literally what oh we have. Oh my God. No, he was like super normal looking. No, no. He came Crazy. to your house at 1 a.m. He is not normal in like, any way, shape, or form. Right. Our thing was like, what the hell are you going to do on cocaine in the middle of the woods at 1 a.m.? In Tennessee. Right. Um, so, yes. I, But then he never came back. So, crazy, right? However. He wanted to kill you guys. I'm just, ugh, you're not allowed to go anywhere by yourselves ever again. So. Then, and we still haven't come up with our word where if one of us dies, we talk to each other. I know. We actually just talked about that recently, too. We'll so, no out. more answering the door unless you know who the fuck it is. Okay. So, but Jesse was like, oh, I'm going to send something in for the podcast. And it's actually a really cool story. Oh, good. Um, and it's thank relevant. you, Jesse. So, this is her submission. Um, she learned about it while on um, a ghost walk in Gatlinburg. Okay. And this is—I didn't even know they had a ghost walking. This is like a true story. Okay, perfect. So it's the Gatlinburg witch, aka the mountain maid, aka bird mother, aka Smoky Mountain witch. Take your pick. <gasps> I've been to Gatlinburg so many times. How have I not? Oh, go ahead. So she was a blonde-haired, blue-eyed woman in her 20s to 30s. She was what some um, know as a nesting witch. This is crazy. Okay. Meaning she would make cuts in her own flesh, place bird eggs in the wounds to incubate them. What? And once the... the eggs hatched, the witch would reopen her wounds and allow the birds to come out. I just threw up my mouth a little bit. Not at all what I thought a nesting witch was going no, to be. No, I thought she'd clean a lot or something. <laughs> I don't so, know. in the early 1800s, back when Gatlinburg was called White White Oak Flats, 
A resident named Samuel Brown was tracking um, a turkey in the woods when he came across this woman in a, uh, by a spring. Can you imagine um, what her complexion looked like? He watched as she took a knife to different parts of her body to release these birds, then laid back in the spring while bleeding profusely and humming to herself. He wrote a letter describing what, what? happened, and at one point said that the witch was um, was on the edge of the woods watching him um, along with all the birds in the trees. What? Yes. So, like she said, she learned about it while she was on a ghost hunt, or a ghost hunt, a ghost walkthrough in Gatlinburg. Um this um so the woman and that guy in his letter samuel brown literally writes that like he was tracking this turkey and like maybe shouldn't have been like watching this girl because she was like nude like in the spring in the 1800s so like but he was honest whatever yeah but he didn't realize what it was going to lead to well yeah but so she (laughs) But she cuts all these birds out, lets them fly out, lays in this river, bleeds out, and dies. What? Right. So. This um, is the craziest fucking story I've ever heard. So this nesting witch, she now, like, hangs out around the White Oak Flats Cemetery. Um, Jesse says that the guide pointed out a woman in our group um, who said that she was a sensitive um, had done one of the ghost walks several times. Um, the second time she showed up, the woman told them that the witch followed her home the first time, and she was hoping to revisit the cemetery um, to get the witch to leave her alone. Many people re- reported um, being scratched by the witch or even seen an apparition of her in a black cloak holding a stone knife. Um, it also said that she controls the birds in the area and wears a mask resembling a bird skull. Okay. It, it, is there one specific area in Gatlinburg where she's at? Did I miss that? Um, no, just somewhere just along anywhere. the river. Oh my god. Not sure which that's river. Ter- that's like Iceland But terrifying. if you Google like the, if you Google that guy's name, like you can mm-hmm. find the actual letter that he wrote like I was watching this chick, she cut herself open and birds flew out. Wow. But now she was like, emo before emo was cool. I don't know what she was. That's like She's lost my jokes. Can I just point this out? <laughs> He's cracking up over there. Go ahead. I'm sorry. But, Doesn't even phase Clayton anymore. <laughs> used to it. <laughs> um, crazy. That's so in, crazy. that is the craziest story I've ever heard. I think moral stories. We need to go on a ghost walk in Gatlinburg. Yeah. Who knew? You know, at one point I was looking into like cabins to rent in Gatlinburg, haunted cabins to oh, rent. Cool. Back when we first yeah. started this back in the day, and I think there were a couple of them that you could. That would be kind of fun. But thank you, Jesse, for that. Yeah, that, that really was cool. amazing. No idea. And if anybody else has a story they'd like to tell, we're oddityfilescrew at gmail.com. This has become one of my favorite parts it of is the really episodes cool. is people Other telling people their say. stories. And it doesn't have to be your personal experience. It can be a story you've heard about in your area, maybe your grandma's story. Maybe you've seen Bigfoot or the Loveland Frogman or any, or I mean, anything odd or weird. Yeah. That'd that be would be shit. awesome. <laughs> Uh, who went first last, James? I did. So it's your turn. Okay. So yet again, here we are with me telling a story that I should have known something about that I had no. Do you think know. I know anything about it? This is my favorite game to play. I don't think you do. It's so, as some of you may or may not know, I grew up like 20 miles north of Louisville. Mm-hmm. And this is a Louisville native lore. Ooh, nice. Do you know anything about anything in Louisville? 
Um, Lore-like? No, just the haunted places we've been in Perfect. <clears throat> okay. So one, the name of this thing is really fun to say. Two, the origin of this thing, his owner, you could say, has a nightmarish name that I will give a nickname because I'm not saying it that many times. But you have to at least say it once. I will. So I can laugh. So this is the story, which again is a supposed true story okay. of the Pope Lick Creek monster. <laughs> say that five times fast. But the Pope Lick Creek is a real creek in Louisville. Okay. Pope Lick Creek. Monster. Monster. So the story begins with a man who called himself Colonel Beauregard Schildknecht. Oh, that was good. That was like legit German. Thanks. I tried multiple yeah, times today. Very nice. Um, other, there's no record or evidence that he ever served in any regiment of the armed forces. Again, he just called himself that. Um, the colonel, we'll call him, okay. um, was the owner and ringmaster of a traveling circus that performed across um, the heartland of America okay. and into the deep south territories um, beginning in the early 1930s. Okay. So his reputation wasn't the best in the whole carnival business. Um, he was considered a liar, a cheat, and all-around imposter. Um, his crew of carnies and circus clowns were more of a gang of cutthroats and pirates than sideshow entertainers. Oh, um, okay. Every town they visited, there were always stories once they left of unsolved um, thefts, missing people, grisly, oh, accidental deaths. Oh, my God. Right. Um, so one night uh, while they were in Beltsville, Maryland, the okay. circus's bearded lady uh, discovered an abandoned infant left in a hayfield um outside of like where they're performing abandoned just somebody left a baby in a hayfield okay yes. um the child was severely disformed with stubs protruding from its forehead Aww. and like wonky legs okay. um and its feet looked more like hooves than human feet so this thing poor child was just like not good um so she took the poor child in and gave mm -hmm. it food and shelter when the colonel found out about this, he was like, holy hell, this is circus gold. <laughs> um, so And the sideshow began. Right. And he was like, I, he, he thought that, you know, he's found the starring attraction for the freak show that would make him rich beyond his wildest dreams. Everyone would quit calling him this liar and all this stuff. It's yeah, going to help yeah. his reputation. Um, so he took this child in and raised it in captivity. Did he steal it from the bearded lady? I think it was more like, we're all family. It's your, okay. You know. But he kept it in captivity, never letting it out of his sight or out of its cage. This is horrible. Yep. Um, until it could be fully exploited in the show. The beast, as they called it, grew in size and strength over the years. Its stubs becoming more full-size horns and its temperament as nasty as the treatment it was given through its life. Of course. Um, so one night during um, a thunderstorm... The circus train is passing passing through Fisherville on its way to a performance in Louisville when a um, a bolt of lightning struck the tracks, causing it to derail um, just over or just ahead of the trestle over Pope Lake Creek. Okay. Um, the twisted wreck killed most of the crew instantly, but not all of them. Body parts were found as far away as two miles from the crash. Oh, and this shit. is all like it happened. This is documented. Um, finally set free from its life of torture, exploitment and imprisonment. And took revenge on the survivors by ripping them to bloody shreds. Because it wasn't like a body was found two miles away, but like body parts. Oh. Right. So how old is said baby now? Do we know? Ish? Uh, adult. Okay. Ish. Um, 
But that body was never found. Okay. But like the beast to, was never found. Correct. But like up to two miles from the crash site, you'd see like an arm. Like odd. And like huh. Louisville, it's not like they're a bear or anything like that that no. would have so who knows. Um Rabid Possum maybe. Also the Colonel's body was never found. Oh. Yeah, and it was suspected well, good that for a, the beast. a few of the clowns, uh circus freaks and animals may have survived the day. Um, Everybody who was nice to him. Right. Um but Due to the number of deaths, missing people, deer, and livestock mutilations, Goatman, now, uh, <gasps> sightings, I have, have heard of this. been uh, reported in the ensuing years. And a good reason to believe that Goatman of uh, Popley Creek never left the area. Um, he is believed to have taken up residence in either an underground cave or a hut somewhere in the wooded area near There's the train all the trestle. caves. Um, uh, those who dare to trespass into the goat man's domain have met their fate at his hands. Um, Courier Journal, which is like the main newspaper in Louisville, yeah. records two confirmed deaths um, in 87-88. Um, many injuries and close calls attributed to the Poplet Creek monster and his protected trestle. The newspaper? Yeah. Oh, so shit. The trestle is about 90 feet above this creek, and it's 772 feet from side to side. So, like... If you were to try to walk across this, it's a hike. Like, it's yeah. over 700 feet and 90 feet off the ground. That's just wide enough for a train to go up. Okay. Um, so, although incapable of human speech, the goat man is said to be able to mimic humic voices and to be able um, to call out the names of those who climb on top of the trestle. Oh, my in God. In order to lure them out um, onto the tracks just as a coming train is on its way. Um, oh, that's terrifying. Right. So those who have attempted to drive beneath the trestle at the stroke of midnight have reported being chased by an animal who can run at speeds of nearly 60 miles an hour. Oh, Jesus. And there are several reports of this. Um, there was one who claimed they lost their door handle. Of their car? Of their car. Oh, after, and there were uh, bloody claw prints left after the pursuit. Um, and there were newspaper articles about yeah. this. So here's what's crazy. In the mid-70s, like, 1970s uh-huh. rumors of a satanic cult and demonic rituals began circulating in the same area of course because people are crazy yeah. um and the reports Worship of missing the dogs man. cats and other domestic animals were suspected as they found like remains and blood in these areas oh. right um a mysterious farm known as the four winds down the street a few miles from the train trestle was suspected of being owned by a group of satanists who worshipped the Poplet creek monster as the living embodiment of Baphomet, um, the goat of Mendez himself, which is like one of the oh, like Sabrina, I know things of <laughs> Satan. Um, a mock, uh, mocking image of the lamb as the embodiment of Christ, who died for the sins of humanity. Blah blah blah. The four winds was surrounded by a red and black painted fence through the eight, uh, 80s and 90s with a sign in front of the gate that said, "Trespassers will be persecuted." Okay. Um, strange tribal drum beats and chanting were often heard in the woods near that farm. So scary. Um, what? Right. We're so close to Louisville. <laughs> yeah, like it's so crazy. So, the whole legend of Popley Creek Monster and the haunted railroad track trestle um has been passed down through like essentially like the telephone game. Like it's yeah. hard to say. Um, but I looked a little more into this, and literally two years ago, a woman and her boyfriend were coming through from Ohio, heading somewhere. Okay. And they're like, oh, look at this, like, 
local legend, da 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 da. Like, yeah. let's go check it let's out. Let's go do selfies. The guy had a um, degree in, um, like, uh, brain fart. In criminal justice. Sorry. So, like, he, he's not like, he's pretty much a cop. Right. Yeah. Think, yeah, exactly. Um, but they were up on the train trestle walking over it. All of a sudden, here comes a train. And, like, what do they do? The boyfriend managed to jump over the side and hang on to the edge while this train passed. And, like, he literally saw his girlfriend get hit and, like, fly 90 feet to her death. What the fuck? Two years ago. 2016. But there's no goat man in that story. Well, no. But still don't go is what like the moral of the story. (laughs) And he even said, like, in his official statement, and they're like, what were you doing out here? He's like, we were looking for the public creek monster. <laughs> I bet he said it just like that. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. So because they say he's like half, this math doesn't add up, but half human, half goat, half something else. Okay. Like a sheep or something that's really close to being Are a there goat. drawings of him online? Yeah. We know? Okay. There are a lot. I'll have to look that up. Um. That's crazy. Yeah. And, and thank you for the ending of that story, or I'd have been like, let's go. There, well, and like, <laughs> but I don't I'll show die. you a picture of the train trestle. Like, look how long it is and how high off the ground it is. That's terrible. And it's literally just wide enough for a train. So, yeah, there's nowhere to go. If and the they said goes. that like 25 trains crossed it, cross it a day. Oh, shit. So, so people don't go check that, check this out at all. Don't. No. Just and don't. Bring binoculars, maybe stand from the shore, um, but don't go. Don't die. Right. And if you hear something saying your name, it's probably not. I mean, this is like a very obviously like manipulated photo. Right. But that's like. Oh, that's exactly what I was imagining. Yeah. Yeah. That's Satan goat. Crazy in Louisville. I hope my little sister doesn't listen to this episode because her ass will be up on that train trestle. I'm going to tell her right now. No, I will kick your ass, girl. Aerie, stay off the train trestle. Yes. Aerie. Meanwhile, no. she's trying to sneak in Waverly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that was good. Yeah, interesting. I like that. I, it's cool finding out things that are like so close in proximity that you had no idea about. Oh, yeah. After I wrote my story, I found out one about, about one even closer to us than that. Can't so wait. someday I'll do that story. I don't want to give away any spoilers. Um, so I have a haunting story. And um, it's the haunting of Al Capone. Oh, cool. Not Al Capone himself haunting, but who Al Capone was haunted in the later parts of his life. I mean, if anybody's going to be haunted, it's going to be a gangster. So the name Al Capone is probably one of the most infamous gangsters with a hard R, not gangsta, but gangster. Of the 1920s and 30s in America, most notoriously for, damn it, I have a typo again. Are you shocked? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, no, it's not. So he's most notoriously for me, and the reason for the story, Al Capone was known for bootlegging murder and for the purpose of this story the saint valentine's day massacre in chicago illinois in february on february 14th 1929 
While Capone didn't actually pull the trigger during the massacre, many claim he was responsible for the attack since the victims who died were many of Capone's business rivals. No one was ever charged for the crime, needless to say, convicted. But that was probably because of half of the city of Chicago was on Capone's payroll. Right. One of the murder victims was Chicago's number two in command at the time, Jimmy Clark, also his brother-in-law. He Also, he was the brother-in-law of Bugsy Malone. In May 1929, he stopped in Philadelphia while traveling, and by he, I mean Al Capone, mm-hmm. uh, stopped in Philadelphia while traveling from Atlantic City back to his home in Chicago. He was arrested outside of a movie theater for carrying a concealed, unlicensed thirty-eight caliber revolver, and the Philly courts were tough. They handed Capone the maximum sentence, one year in prison. Capone served eight months of that sentence in his cell, but while the Philadelphia courts tried to make an example of Chicago's famous bootlegger, the officials at Eastern State Penitentiary were nothing if not generous. Have you seen photos of his cell? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Absolutely. pretty swank. Someone, <clears throat> was it Ghost Avengers? Yes. Yeah, oh, of course. Yeah. Um, they allowed Capone the comforts not typically granted to inmates, including fine furniture, oriental rugs, oil paintings, and a fancy radio. He liked to li- listen to waltzes in his cell. Uh, I wouldn't mind having a room decorated just like his cell. It's pretty amazing. It was said that Capone feared no living thing, but here's where our friend Jimmy Clark comes into play. There's not a whole lot of information on Jimmy, but it's not his life that gained him notoriety. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It's his afterlife. Uh, so Al's living the life in his jail cell of luxury. He's the only inmate in his cell. Or is he? Bum, bum, bum. However, Al was pretty convinced there were two people occupying the one-bed cell. And this was the beginning of his haunting. Capone, Capone was miserable and would shout out in the middle of the night for Jimmy to leave him alone. Jimmy. Jimmy. Leave him alone, Jimmy. <laughs> um, the other prisoners heard him screaming out at night and even having conversations with somebody. Al was tormented by the ghost his entire eight months at Eastern State Penitentiary. Eight months? How'd he get parole? Eh, they yeah. liked him. It's kind of goals is to right. investigate Eastern State, though, right? Yes. After being released... It's said that bodyguards would go rushing into his room late at night after hearing screams come from Capone. Capone. Why can't I say that? Capone. Capone. Capone was terrified and had the bodyguards outside of his room every night until Capone is convicted again, this time for tax evasion. So the bodyguards were at his home, so Jimmy followed him home. We may or may not know something about following people home. I can't Mm -hmm. see it all tonight. Um, this time he gets caught for tax evasion and gets sent to prison in Atlanta and then transferred to Alcatraz. By this time, he's suffering from syphilis. He'd known that he had syphilis for quite some time, but was too embarrassed to seek treatment. You know, as one would, you know, he, he had a wife, didn't he? Probably didn't want to tell her. Multiple. Yeah. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. <laughs> um, Alcatraz was the toughest prison of its time. No more cushy cell for Capone. 
he was tormented by the staff and other prisoners alike and was often sent to solitary on a regular basis. Whoa. Yeah, I guess nobody liked See, him See, is Eastern State goals or is Alcatraz goals? I've been to Alcatraz on right. a tour. Right. It was amazing. Right. But I've nope. never even been in Eastern State. But wouldn't you want to investigate Alcatraz? I, I want to investigate both. Well, yeah. not, prisons are my shit. Same day. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> yeah. Time travel. <laughs> Maybe Al can hook us up with that. He's dead now, right? Um, let's see. He was tormented by staff and prisoners alike, often sent to solitary. In 1931, Capone even called in a medium named Alice Britt to try to find out find out what it is Jimmy wants, why he won't leave him alone. Apparently, Britt was unsuccessful and Capone continued to be terrorized. Later in life, Capone's syphilis advanced into neurosyphilis, leading to dementia. Oh, my God. Yeah. After serving, serving six and a half years in prison, Capone was released in 1939 to a mental hospital in Baltimore, where he remained for three years. Wow. Yeah, shipped all over the place. Yeah. I didn't know about the syphilis and the dementia and everything else. Al Capone's health deteriorated, and by 1946, his physician and Baltimore psychiatrist performed examinations and concluded Capone had the mental capacity of a 12-year-old child. Wow. Scary, scary. That's almost scarier than ghosts. Yeah. Get your syphilis treated, kids. I'm t- Moral of the story. Yeah. On January Here's 20- the title of this episode. <laughs> yeah. Get your syphilis treated, kids. I love it. Um, on January 25th, 1947, Capone died of cardiac arrest. He was buried at Mount Carmel Cemetery in Hillside, Illinois. But it's said that Jimmy remained with Capone until his final days. Wow. So what I take away from this story, I, when I'm not at a location investigating, I'm the biggest fucking skeptic you'll ever meet right. when I read stories. When did the syphilis start? Was it when he was incarcerated at what's the name of the, my goals? At Eastern Eastern State Penitentiary. Yeah. I mean, is that when it started? Maybe there was nothing there, and maybe that's when he started going crazy. I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you think? Oh yeah, Jimmy could just be a figment of his dementia. Absolutely. That's what I took away from this story. I don't know much about syphilis. Neither. I would have it taken care of if I had it. Right. Um, but yeah. That's crazy. I had no idea. Uh-uh. I, I remember hearing something about syphilis, but I didn't know it fucking did that to your brain. No. It's kind of terrifying. But who knows how much like other shit he was into that might have had effects on his, you know, that yeah. like the syphilis didn't pair well with. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, absolutely. I mean, they were the rock stars of the 30s. Yeah. 110%. Crazy. It's not. Damn you, Jimmy. I know. Killed Al Capone. <laughs> Way to go, Jimmy. Way to go, Jimmy. Uh, no, but that's super cool. Yeah, good stories. Yeah. So, do you want to hear about my tarot card reading in Las Vegas? Yes. So... When you go into the Haunted Museum, Zach Baggins Haunted Museum in downtown Las downtown Haunted Las Down Yeah, anyway. Great. If you didn't catch last last episode, I have a love-hate relationship with Zach. Love his museum. 
is absolutely amazing. Now go back and listen to the other episode as soon as you're done with this one. So when you go in, you kind of wait. Um, all the staff is super friendly there. It was actually fantastic. Um, but a, a girl who does tarot card readings comes out and introduces herself. And I'm all about that shit. So I'm right. like, sign me up. $75. I don't even care. Um, so you go through the tour and then you go back and you have your tarot card read. She was awesome. She was a twin. I told her I had twins. It was kind of neat. Yeah. Um, she said that her theory on twins is if somebody has so much energy built up, they've just got to throw out extra kids. Which, oh. honestly, I think about it. makes complete sense <laughs> with me. <clears throat> but she, she started laying out the tarot cards, and she kept talking about my aura. I said, don't read my tarot cards. I know nothing about auras. Read my aura. Oh, cool. So I have a purple aura, which has to do with psychic, intuitive abilities. Fitting. Um, she did kind of, and you didn't tell her any of this prior that you were like a sensitive or a, no, okay. I did not. Um, but w when she said that I confirmed it and, um, she must've heard me say to somebody else that we're investigators because she came out with the, so this year you are going to find some of the most insane evidence capture the most insane evidence on one of your investigations that is going to blow you up. I'm scared. I'm terrified. I'm scared. Don't be <laughs> Carter, take one for the team. <laughs> um, she did say this podcast is going to blow up this summer. Ooh, can't wait. Yeah. Um, just fun. Actually, she had nothing bad to say. She loved the energy between Chris and I, which I thought was really cool. cool. And um, she said nothing but good things with Oddity Files That's... in 2019. Whoa. I know. What's her name? Oh, I forgot to bring her card in with me. She was adorable. I'll, 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 at some That's time. really cool, though. Yeah. I'll tweet Very it out. Cool. Yeah. Thanks, Tara Reader. Yeah. She was super cute, too. Terry will call you. Terry. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> the Terry myself. the Twin. <laughs> but, yeah, it was really neat. So I've, I've had a... a uh, spirit medium reading from Tiffany right at tiffanyrice.com but this was my first aura, aura slash it was my first tarot card reading yeah. as well but I, I think I'm more intrigued by auras. auras yeah that's awesome yeah it's really cool so anything supernaturally crazy happening with you or just awesome in general um I'm trying to think if I've had a super supernatural experience recently and I don't think I have they keep it that's another thing she brought up is they feed off of our our as me you and carter our energy and they don't want to let go oh well it explains a lot it does explain a lot yeah in the coming episode of oddity files um this is our most recent episode or like our most recent investigation um we were speaking with a particular old woman who oh in the basement as soon as like we got excited it was like we someone was standing there speaking to us oh yeah so cool which makes sense can i just and give like, one spoiler about where we asked her where she learned how to use the flashlight oh yeah you can tell it no you tell it so she was dead on with the flashlight mm -hmm. and i asked her i said did you learn how to do this on ghost hunters and yep turn right on immediately i oh, was yeah. like you go girl <laughs> No, but it was really cool. And that makes sense because think about it while we're investigating. Like, 
when we get so tired and we're just like there because we haven't got anything or just like we're just tired like it slows down as well yeah it really does and we've said that on several investigations but they they we we have the energy that they're attracted to and they want though so we have to be careful she did say we have to stop telling them to take our energy Ooh. yeah because if we give them the permission to you tell her we say that yes okay damn she's good (laughs) yeah (laughs) um she said, if you give them permission to take your energy, they might not let it go. Which I thought was very interesting because I'd not heard that perspective before. Right. Because we're always offering up our energy. Hell yeah, we are. And not anymore. I know. For people who bitch about being tired a lot, too. <laughs> I know. She goes, you have no idea how many of them are following you around right now. What? I know. She said that to you? Yes. Yes. We need better sage. I know. I'm like a little teary-eyed right now. It freaked me the fuck out. I'm about ready to take tzatziki outside. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whoa, that's scary. Yeah. It was. It freaked me out a little bit, especially after going, like I talked about. I wonder if I go blindly, don't tell her anything, mm-hmm. what if she'd be like, she gave me a little army of children behind you because <laughs> apparently it's the only the kids that <laughs> yeah, exactly. communicate with me. <laughs> I do have her number. She said, call anytime. Can she do it over the phone? Terry, let us know. Yeah, I, I can reach out. Maybe we can have her call in and give you a reading. But I want it to be a surprise. I don't want it to know that I'm affiliated. You know what I mean? Oh, no, I get it. Let's go. I want to go back to Vegas when the Backstreet Boys and Brittany are back. Let's all go. I typically go once a year with my old roommate, Zach. Okay. So that's around his birthday, like Labor Day-ish. So I'll swing by and see That's if Terry's there. It's a long way away. It is a long way. But we also have a lot of shit to get put like to put out there. I know. We're gonna we're gonna be huge by then, actually, according <laughs> right? to Terry. Terry's gonna be paying <laughs> us. <laughs> okay, I feel like we've gone way over. <clears throat> what are we at? Thirty minutes. Oh, oh perfect. Yeah. We read uh, a A story. Jesse's yeah. story. Um Gatlinburg pervert. He was a pervert. That was a shocker for me, I'm not gonna lie. Right. But like I said. He was, you know, someone's telling the truth when they're like, listen, yes, I shouldn't have been doing what I was doing. I was looking for this turkey, but no, I appreciate saw the this, hell out of that. this woman in a creek. Next thing I know, birds flying out of her. She birds that incubates have been them cut. in it's her body. Not. What if she rolled over in her sleep and it busted? We did have a question on the Instagram. Oh, gosh. Since we have like 10 ish minutes before we're like being terribly boring, I sent it to the group text that I've. Did you notice I named it Podcast Shit? Yeah. Um, oh, it's about the Ouija board, right? Oh, yeah. People said, is there. Oh, wait. Let's not answer this yet. Let's cut this. Okay. You want, <laughs> you want to wait for another episode? Yeah, because I want to have prepared. A prepared response. Oh, I think it's better without it. Okay, fine. We can, let's go. Because we ha- we both have our differing yeah, opinions. Let's go. Okay, don't so cut we'll, that we'll out. So we'll cut the cutting out. Yeah, cut <laughs> the cutting. So on Instagram from Captain Chris, we had a question called, I've got a question for the podcast. Is there a safe way to use a Ouija board? So those of you that watch Oddity Files on Amazon Prime, um, or... You Who know, we are not affiliated with. We are not affiliated with. Um, (laughs) 
Clinton and I have completely opposing opinions on this. What of our few opposing no, literally it opinions is. on it is. But it's, I think it's it's both of our religious backgrounds. For sure. Um, which I was raised very religious. Um, it's not that I don't believe. I don't believe that rules are as strict as they are. Sure. Um, I believe that a Ouija board is just another way to communicate with spirits. And the proper way that I've been told to conduct a Ouija board session is to go in out of love, light, peace, and positivity. You let them know that you do not want to speak to anybody you don't want to. Anytime you feel uncomfortable with it, you end the session by going to goodbye and you say goodbye and you say that they cannot follow you any way, shape, or form or stay there with you. Um, I've not, well, according to Terry, I've had all kinds of problems. <laughs> I don't know who or where they came from. But I've not had any problems with it. Yeah. I've been using the Ouija board since the 80s. I'm old as fuck. Um, and it's legit. It answered questions in the 80s that ended up coming true. I don't remember who I was talking to right. or anything like that. Um, I just feel like it's a way to communicate with the dead. No different than a K2. No different than a flashlight session right. or the spirit box or anything like that. Clayton, however. Well, and... Like you said, it's not even so much of like how I was raised because yes, like I grew up in a religious environment and still have like religious views, but it's beyond that. For me, it's more so like personal experience um, because like the experience that my little sister had for years of her life after using one, it kind of like confirmed it for me. And so have I heard this story? How her and her friends when she was in like middle school, they were just like typical like middle school girls they yeah. like, got this ouija board and we're playing with it in her room in this old house that my mom used to live in and um, i knew i liked her for a like, reason my mom or um airy woke up in the middle of the night and like the ouija board was out okay but she was like whatever like the girls must have just like a couple of them woke up and like tried it again yeah so she put it away and then literally four years of her life she would have like um what is it called when you're like awake in your dream and you can't scream or do anything? Oh, uh, sleep paralysis. Yeah. For years she had that. And there was this figure standing in the, like the corner of whatever room she was in. Really? And she couldn't do anything. And like he would slowly start coming oh. cl closer towards her. And he, she could never see a face. Look, I'm look at my goosebumps right now. Oh, that would get closer baby. and closer and closer. And she could never do anything. And then like she would wake up like thrashing and stuff. And like my mom would rush in and like see her. But there got to points where she would like get up and like he would be like walking in hallways and like oh shit and this was like kind of the beginning to a string of like a bad time in her life right right yeah so um and that all honestly mm. it all started i'm not blaming it it could be right. coincidence but that's the main reason i don't mess with it in the way no I, that may I've never heard that story yeah. and that makes complete sense. And I look at it as like when you have your thing on the planchette. 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 In my head, it's like holding hands with the afterlife-ish. Like how else no. are you both moving it? You know what I mean? No, I get that. Uh, and I think that's what I like about it. Yeah. And so I just don't. When we investigate, I, I think. I get so much about you right now. <laughs> When and I get so much about Aerie right now, and 
my crazy is telling me somebody was trying to warn her about something. It wasn't trying to hurt her. Who knows? Um, but in my, um, where was I going with that? Sorry, I brought You're my fine. crazy um, out. What did I say right before that? When we investigate, it's like visiting someone in prison. Not that I ever have, but you know, like in the movies where like there's the plexiglass, you can like communicate with them just as you can, but like there's still that barrier. But if you're reckless enough, like anything can happen. I just learned so much about you right now. You're welcome. I like that. <laughs> I don't think that's um, the case. Right. And that's why we say like we have opposing views. Right. But um, yeah, that's why I'm just, I would rather not. No, and and I get that, and I respect that. Yeah, yeah. Have I ever made? Oh, you right, do it? and that's why we never yeah. like. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah. no, I'm gonna go get the drone. I mean, footage. everything else is pretty much free game except for that. And yeah. honestly, everything I've read about the Ouija board, this, that, and the other, it never got the stigma it has until the movie Hollywood came out. Right. Was it The Exorcist? Do they use it in The Exorcist? I don't or The Omen? It's one. Of, I think it's The Exorcist. It starts off. It with, has to be because yeah. I mean it's old. Like yeah. So yeah, good question. It was a great question. Thank you so much, Chris. If you guys want to get a hold of us, do it on all the social sites. All of them. We're at Oddity Files on Twitter, on the Instagram. Um, we're Facebook slash Oddity Files. We also have an Oddity Files fan group. I don't know how to get there right now um, without looking it up. But you can always email us at OddityFilesCrew at gmail.com or visit our website, buy our merch. Yeah. Um, and... You know, I'm, 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 we're recording this a little early. I'm going to say this because I'm putting this intention into the universe right now. Check out our season two on Amazon Prime. <laughs> we are having the hardest fucking time getting that up this time. We really are. I just want to fucking vent for a second. I mean, it's not them. It's me. But I feel like I can't do anything right with it. Blah, 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 blah. But by, by the time this episode comes out. Hopefully you'll be able to watch season two. So do and it. Skip yeah. But thanks for listening, as always. Rate, subscribe, download on the iTunes, and tell your friends. And we will see you in 2019. Yes, with no resolutions. Weird as the new cool kids. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>